Welcome, welcome to the Social Living Podcast. We're back again with another one, episode 24, man. How you doing, Jam? I'm good. I'm good. Another busy week. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it now. I'm not going to lie. Like, the, the time <laughs> is kicking in. You can only do so much for so long, but yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, you've never come on here and said, oh, you know what? It's been a silent week this week, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is good, I guess, because I, I keep it busy and like, new things keep coming, new opportunities. But sometimes yeah. you just need you need a quiet time, some peaceful time. Mm-mm-mm. So yeah, man, you need a holiday. You got any holidays booked for the year or anything like that? Like, I've booked Afro Nation, man. Oh, this, this is the third time I booked it. So. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be the time I've got to go. Where is it this year? Is it always um, in Portugal? Portugal. Yeah, yeah, always in Portugal. Yeah, it has the last three times, but the time before that was in Ghana. Okay, oh, God, that must be lit. Yeah, I can imagine it'd be lively. Yeah, big up all my Ghanaians, man. They know how to party, man. Mm. You know mm. what? I'm so happy you could like. Obviously, you're a dad, but you're still, you're still living this life. Trying to, trying <laughs> to. Uh, I rate that so much. I'm not. I, I, man, Afro Nation is not on my list. Mm. Like. I would like to, but it's just not, it's not there right now. Like, I could see it being a hell of a vibe. Mm. WizKids had an amazing year. Burner Boy, Thames. If they, mm. I don't know if these guys are even out. I, I expect yeah, yeah, yeah. them to be. Do you know what I mean? I, I, my, you was it, the Apiano crew. Mm. Like, you know, you want to bamba. I don't yeah. know when that. <laughs> when that goes off. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, big up to those guys, man. Because yeah, man, Af- Afro beats, African music has had a big run this last two oh, years. Yeah, like, it's been been for a while now. You know yeah. what? We got. I think we, we might have to ed- dedicate an episode to that and like just have a look at like how social media has been a big power tool for that as well. Because mm. some of these trends they're kicking off all sorts. Yeah, and, even that one, the one last year. I'm gonna sound crazy singing this, but the it goes like Julie, na 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 Julie. Have you heard that one of TikTok? No, no, I don't know that one. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I think you know if you're t- if you're a TikToker, you know you know what I'm talking about. But to be fair, you can if you I don't know if you want to find it, you can quickly find it now. We got the yeah, we got the screens now. You quickly find it. This you know, <laughs> that's a difficult one. You know, I don't know the, li- I don't know the lyrics, so let's know the tunes. Uh, okay, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll see what I can find. Yeah, say the more, say the more. And, and even that one that's um, playing at the moment, the one with uh, Ed Sheeran jumping on it. Mm. Yeah. That one, yeah, that one's, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of African tunes. I feel like the Latino music had had their, has had their, like, their vibe, their time as well. They were taking over everything. Now the Afro beats is coming in and, and they're, they're looking strong as well. So, um, yeah, man, big up them guys, man. Big up them guys. In terms of myself this week, um, yeah, man, it's, it's uh, I, I, I was ill. I was ill on Sunday. Wow, I was broken, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't COVID, thankfully. Uh, testing myself, bare times as well. No COVID. But, um, man, I was just like, you know, you had a fever. I was cold. I was cold for so long. Mm-hmm. I had football. The cold was like it was in my bones. I couldn't. I was in the bed. I had an electric blanket on. Had a water bottle. Nothing was getting me warm. I don't know what it was I had, but uh, that killed me for like 
Saturday, no, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, I was out. So I've kind of only been back on it like yesterday. And um, so it's been a bit of a slow week, but everything still gets looked after. I still have to make meetings and stuff like that. But, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been okay, uh, but could have been better. So, yeah, man. Um, I'm looking forward to today's topic, toxic masculinity. Um, but before we touch on that, to be fair, I wanted to just kind of quickly do a quick um, talk about football. We haven't really spoken about football too, too tough, but like on social, you can't escape it right now. Like transfer rumours, like all these stories, agents. Like I just wanted to give like a, a social media, ver- like I guess, focus on baby on basically like some transfer rumours and how they're escalating. And if you're an Arsenal fan, you thought Vlahovic was coming and now he's not coming. And like, is that intentional by his agent to up his price or to get a team to buy him? Like, what's your what's your take on some of the situations that you've been seeing right now? Again, I think it's it's all it's been a lot of talk. As we know on social media, everyone has a voice, everyone has an opinion. And there's many different outlets, especially within football, that have built an audience and people listen to that audience. And we can see that agents have started to use that audience in their favour in terms of spreading false rumours to get clubs to, to act on it. And I think that's what we've seen with Blahovic and, and that whole situation. I feel like the move to Juventus was always going to happen. And they've, they've kind of used Arsenal within that conversation to kind of nudge Juventus a bit to, to get that over, like, over the line now rather than wait until the summer or the year after. But it's a, it's a tactic and you can't blame agents for doing it either because you got they're looking after their players, they're looking after their, their clients at the end of the day and they, they've yeah. got to have their, their best interest for them. So, yeah, it's a tactic I'd use anyway if I, if I was an agent. I feel like it's, it's one of those things that you've just got to use for your advantage. Yeah, no, I hear you on that one. I like, I, I was also thinking maybe for Arsenal, it was the same. It's a tactic as well. Like, they probably knew they wouldn't be able to get Vlahovic. So it's like, the target that they're maybe trying to get that they know is probably feasible, it's like it takes away the attention from that target so they can just kind of focus and get that one done um, as opposed to, you know, this one that's where all the noise is, you know. Um, we know that for uh, being Arsenal fans that that is often the case. With with Thomas Partey last year, everything was about um, Husum Awa, the whole of the summer. Obviously, it didn't happen last minute party joins like it's, it seems it seems a, a very familiar tactic to Arsenal and I don't know if that's intentional <laughs> yeah. or, or just as it is because we leave we leave our business very late yeah now we've got no, no strikers linked no <laughs> Alan Chambers has just left I feel like we've sold at least eight players like yeah yeah managers gone over to US to hold talks with yeah. the owners uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, the Arsenal situation is a bit of a mess, but I just thought we could just, like, quickly touch on it because um, I'm just seeing rumours everywhere. And obviously, as you mentioned, like, being an Arsenal fan, you're used to, like, having to practice saying someone's name, like Higuain or something, to realise the way you actually say it is Sonogo. So it's mm. like, you're, just, you're used to that, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Vlahovic, 
is probably I don't know I don't know who else is there. Matt Turner has come in. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, man. Let's segue this into into the in today's topic, man. So episode twenty four today, we're talking about how toxic positivity kind of took over social media. Um, if you don't know what to- toxic uh, positivity is, uh, I guess in 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 many words, it's kind of like it's like you're not allowed to, I guess, you're not allowed to feel any kind of sense of negativity. Everything has to be positive and you should always kind of choose positivity and not feel any other, like, vibe, you know. I guess the a, a good sign of that is, like, you know, positive vibes only. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, you're human, you're going to feel different types of ways and things and things like that. So, yeah, today we're talking about uh, toxic positivity. I myself, I followed many different accounts and there's so many accounts that, like, they try to make everything look so perfect. Everything is, like, there's nothing out of place. There's filters. Everything needs to look positive and perfect, uh, no matter what it is, like. And, uh, yeah, I I, I just kind of, like, looked at a few posts earlier in the week and i was like yo this it couldn't be this could be the furthest thing from reality um so yeah man so it's a big topic like what's your what's your take on 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 toxic positivity yeah i think you kind of wrapped up nicely i think for me it's it's getting the balance between being positive but also being human as well because obviously humans have many different emotions and i feel like especially on social we kind of only show the the positive traits. I think we're getting to a place where we're showing more of the other side and and how things can't be perfect and and how, even how you can create a, a community around not portraying that that perfect life. We've mm-hmm. seen it through many different occasions. Even last year, I forgot the forgot the girl's name, but there was a young the young um, baby that had cancer, and the the parents were influencers. Um, I know the guy was called Ashley Kane, but oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Isaiah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That was Isalia. it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's. A, I think that was like a perfect way to show that they struggle. Mm-hmm. They struggled through it. They kind of shown. They've shown that struggle, and they've built a community around it to lead to positivity. Whereas they could have just maybe not even broadcasted it. They might have shown a different light towards it. But that that balance between the two how them get through the situation whereas yeah in other instances we kind of just portray that positive light and it, it can't be healthy for the person let, yeah, alone, yeah. let alone the people kind of engaging with that that content yeah yeah and, and like i feel like just being on social media yourself especially when you're earning on social media as well i feel like sometimes you feel like you have to show the good life all the time um, I know Molly May spoke about this and, and briefly in the Stephen Bartlett podcast, The Diary of a CEO, where you know she she like took out like her lip fillers because she was like, I don't like this anymore. Do you know what I mean? Where you know other influencers might feel like, well, I've committed to this. This is this this is the person who I've chosen to be, and I'm just gonna stay like this, like for the rest of my time, like in front of the in front of the camera. I know celebrities in the past definitely had to do this. But now people want to see things that are real and people connect with what's real. Do you know what I mean? Like you mess up, you people mess up every day. Do you know what I mean? And um now is it like 
if you if you want to, if you decide to, you'll probably build a stronger community if you're able to show both sides. Like with the Ashley Kane situation with his is it is his wife or girlfriend, I'm not sure, but um like everyone was watching it and it was like there was good days and there was bad days. There was days where his daughter was perky, there was days where she wasn't doing really well at all. And like you saw how it was affecting him and he documented it. And that just gives you like a good balance. Um, and this week, I was like, I mentioned it already. Like, I saw a video, and it's like a five a.m. routine. And like every time I've seen these videos, everyone's doing the same thing. It's like everything's perfect. They're videoing themselves waking up, uh, and their bed's not even their bed's like not even creased, and they just woke up mm-hmm. like, <sighs> and it's like, what? Do you know what I mean? Then it's like they go do a workout, then. Um, they make the perfect coffee. There's no spillage. There's no, mm. there's no like, it's too hot. <laughs> like you're drinking yeah. the shit and that thing. <laughs> then you know, like I said they meditated. They worked out. Then they, you know, they um, they do start working. Everything's like you know, perfectly nice and fine. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, there's like no, nothing's gone wrong. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And the the put the portrayal of that is almost like everything is so perfect. And to me, I was just like. Yo, sometimes I spill my milk, or sometimes like, I, I like trying to get up is hard. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as easy as they show. It's okay to just zoom out of bed like a zombie. <laughs> that is not a human human thing to do. No, not at all. Like, oh, you don't just wake up happy sometimes. Like, it's like I tried different things. I've tried. I've tried like throughout my like last ten years. I've tried um, like Sleep Cycle. I don't know if you've heard of it. There's like a, it was like an app on iPhone, Sleep Cycle, okay. and the way it wakes you up. So you know, like you know, alarm clocks they wake you up. It's like ding, 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 ding. So you're like shocked to wake up, kind of thing, and it makes you want to snooze it. But the way this alarm does it was like small little increments. So you hear a noise that you're like, Ugh. and then like like maybe on the sixth noise you kind of kind of get up. But it's like mm. you've already been just it's been slowly waking you up. So it's not like okay. a shock to your body. Um, How did you find it? My a friend told me about it. So when I was living in Spain, my roommate, he was using it to wake up. And he says that like, I say it for whatever time. And I never felt tired when I woke up. So mm. I tr- I tried it, innit? And yeah, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't work. Like sometimes like if I had an exam that morning, I need to wake up, but I've been partying the night before, it does work. You don't feel so groggy, like because mm. like just woken up. So I don't know if it's still out there. I don't use it anymore, but um, it, I tried that. Do you know what I mean? Try go to bed earlier. You know all these different things to try. Mm. There's times where I've gone to bed earlier. I've woken up even more tired yeah, yeah, than when yeah. I've had less sleep. <laughs> um, there's a good. There's a good. Um, we always seem to mention Stephen Bartlett within these within these podcasts, but there's a good yeah. podcast with Stephen. And a sleep therapist about that, about sleep and 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 the myths. And she kind of untangles a lot of a lot of the the myths around sleep. But definitely worth like listening to if you do struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having you like just just insightful, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I I have seen that episode, and what I thought about it was it's very like the way we look at sleep is mad, isn't it? Like it's like we don't actually understand it sometimes because sometimes we think it's like a Let's say, like, over the course of a week, you need to have, I don't know, what you sleep, let's say, 10 hours a day or whatever. Mm. You need 70 hours sleep, let's say, give or take. And 
so like let's say you only slept five hours one day you need 15 hours the next day to catch it up mm. and you need to do all that but she kind of just debunked all of that and just kind of said it really depends on you the individual and how you are I know it's like that um I realized that once when you play football you need more of a rest than you do if you didn't play football or mm didn't work out that day or whatever there's times where i can survive on like six hours sleep and f even four hours sleep and i'm super productive but there's times when i've had like 12 hours sleep and it's like yo i need to go back to bed <laughs> so it, it definitely depends on you and your routine but yeah no it's really a really good episode that so yeah definitely definitely check that one out man i want to quickly um share my screen doing this for the first time so bear bear with me but i want to show you guys this like an example of one of these uh positive vibes only videos of like their you know daily 5 a.m mm. you know 5 a.m um routines so give me new software bear with me two seconds so yeah quickly this a big shout out to i guess dante um this is his video. He called me again, drunk in your bed. His house is spinking clean. <laughs> the car's clean. I'm bleeding death, but I'm wasting my breath. You only listen to your I don't relate to you. Was that a midday bar? I don't relate to you. Perfectly edited. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was interesting, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. See, I for me, it's a weird one because for me, I don't mind those videos. Like, mm. I, I do find them quite entertaining. But again, it's it's, it's the balance because not every morning's like that. Not every day's like that, and it's kind of highlighting that to to, to people. But like, I have no problem with him promoting that if he also can show like the other side of it, like maybe. The more raw side, he might wake up one day and be like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not on it. That's not who I am." Like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of explain that as well. Just getting a balance. I think the influencers now of today have to be able to portray both in terms of being transparent with what they're doing, because otherwise, especially if you're young, young people seem to they're a bit more naive to these situations and they kind of take it literally. They they kind of see that every day might be like that for him, and that's when you start comparing and stuff like that, and you can. Go down a rabbit hole but yeah i think it's just, like i said it's just a balance of of, of content yeah yeah because like you said that like, people will definitely look at that and think you know i want to aspire to that every single day but like obviously there's like two ways to look at it because i could tell you that's not realistic that's not going to happen every day but then someone might say well if you want that to happen you can make that happen every day mm -hmm. you know what i mean but realistically I mean, like, he didn't look like he was single. I think there was a, he had a missus that kind of jumped in the car. But, like, if you have kids, that's not happening. That is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> if you have kids, that's not happening. If you live with your parents, that's probably not happening either. Um, you might look at your life, you might look at him and think, oh, he's a certain age, he has his own place and he has his girlfriend. Um, you might feel pressure that you're not in the same place because you might look like you're the same age or whatever. So there's like all these different things that kind of come from it. I don't know if the video needs to have a disclaimer. Uh, I don't know if there is a solution to these things, but 
is there should, should there be some kind of content social responsibility mm-hmm. way of saying csr i guess but it's yeah cool for it. but it's like content like social responsibility to you know we, we we've seen it now with ads you know content creators i need to say this is an ad or they're getting paid for this or they're not getting paid for this and stuff like that um there might be have to be an element of whether this is real or not real mm-hmm. we're seeing yeah. that as well with um what was, what was the new thing that came out recently about digital influencers and virtual influencers like they now have to state that they're digital within each of their posts before it was just free like if you were have you seen any of these like digital virtual influencers no i haven't actually no uh, i'll see if i can find one in the background but um so basically the, over the last few years there's been like an emergence of kind of like avatars real life avatars that um designers have kind of put together and created virtual accounts on instagram for them okay and got, like brand deals and the likes of adidas prada Stuff like that is like working with these digital influencers. They look like on a first glimpse, you're gonna think they're the everyday influencer, they're, they're humans, but real really they're a digital version of a character that's been made up. Oh, so what they're like metaverse characters. Mm-hmm. Almost. That is almost. Wild. almost. I knew we would I knew we would get there, but I didn't think we'll get there right now. I didn't think I didn't think. I didn't think uh, a, a virtual character would be able to be an influencer and have loads of followers and be able to actually influence anything. But yeah, that's, again, it's crazy, man, with the times, with Metaverse, with NFTs. Um, we're going into a world that we would never have experienced before. Uh, it's it's almost like a, it's a full-blown simulation of life like full-blown simulation and you know people already think that the world itself is a simulation already anyway you know it's places on earth you can't go you can't travel you don't know uh some people still think the world is flat some people believe people live underneath the underneath the world they think everything's controlled and puppeted and you know whatever Mm. and uh you know we're now going into more of a digital world where everything is actually that like it's actually controlled and we are there you know, <laughs> do you know what i mean so yeah do you find it oh, yeah i found yeah i found an account i'll share my screen i saw a meme the other day where it's like okay yeah you uh, my screen, my screen. <laughs> i'm gonna okay, say it, can now. You see it now yeah <laughs> can you can you see that um i can't see anything now let me add it to the screen actually do it yeah add. boom i can see it sweet so yeah this is um i've found a list but this was the the first girl that kind of oh, popped wow. so yeah 3.1 million following oh she's not real she's not real you're kidding me not real bro obviously you know if you're listening to this you obviously you're not gonna be able to see this but definitely check this out on youtube uh again type in the social living podcast on youtube and we'll come up or you can type in hashtag living agency and it will come up as well wow she's even got a boyfriend a real life boyfriend wait i don't get it so is it a doll then i have no idea it might be it's a fake so she's digital but the boyfriend is real Yeah, yeah yeah nah bro nah bro that's real 
<laughs> it's, it's a bit mad. It's a bit mad. I can't believe I'm seeing this right now. This is real. So who's creating yeah. it? Who's making this money? How do I create this? Uh, let me let me Mikaela. find one, another example. Find another example. But there's there is a black girl as well that looked very very real. Oh, this was the one I come across the other day. Emma Graham. Emma dot Graham. If you're not so yeah, she yet. she's just she's just on a catwalk. Look, um, yeah, uh, sponsorship by Hugo Boss. Mad. Like these, these are these are taking the market share away from from real life influencers. Mad, but who's getting the money? Yeah, it's like it's just the, probably the creator behind it. Mad. All right. If anyone here, if anyone within this community that's listening to this right now, if you are a three D visualizer or graphic designer, hit me up because I got some plans. <laughs> I got some big boy plans. So mm. yeah, that what I've just seen there is blowing my mind. I can't even believe you're saying that. So like these virtual created influencers are getting brand deals, mm. and I'm here trying to find a brand deal, and I can't get one. <laughs> you can't even compete. It's making it hard to compete before you have to compete against other influencers. Now you've got these virtual beings that are made to look perfect or in a way that they know will be appealing to most and are getting the followings, getting the deals, getting a bag. <laughs> it's gonna make it a lot harder. Yeah, that is that is that's crazy. And again, like they obviously they all looked a certain way in it. They were mm. almost kind of young and uh school schoolgirlish, I mm. say too a bit too young. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if there's an agenda behind that, but again, I think I think it's not. I think that's a bit toxic um, no, because if you don't look like that, what are you going to tell yourself? You're ugly. You don't fit in. I could never aspire to, you know, be famous or do you know what I mean? And you go through the comments of these of these posts and these young people saying, "Oh my God, you look great. Oh my God, I want to be like you." Like, it's not healthy. It's not that's healthy. Right. Again, I I think I say this almost every episode. It's another episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, soon we'll probably see one of these influencers. I guess you know, fighting for presidency, prime minister. Uh, you know, breaking records of some mm. sort, or you know, who knows? Like, I don't know where we're going with this, boy. Yo, that is, I I don't know, like. I'm trying to imagine a life like my grandson and like him telling me he wants to be like a virtual created character um, at old age. It would, you can uh, see it like, it would, like if say if that, if that, it's going to, it's going to go into music like eventually because that's, that's where popular culture goes. And you're going to start seeing like musicians emerge that are virtual characters. And then there's going to be a hologram concerts and then concerts in the metaverse of so these people like you can see where it will scale to and mm. again that's where that's where it does get interesting like when you start fanboying these people you're getting the drakes of the metaverse but they're digital and it's just it's, it could all become very messy <laughs> yeah that's uh, it's, it's all too much for me like 
and I like I would love to see some of the like artists that I never got to see um because they due to being passed away like or like you know your Bob Marley's of the world Tupac I never got to see Nipsey Hussle like these um these artists I would love to see them in a hologram I would, I would like I would love to see that um but just a virtually created person who hasn't existed in real life I'm not sure obviously for me being an older generation I guess to the younger generation who actually engaged with this it wouldn't appeal to me at all mm. but um yeah if you could bring back people from the dead almost and you could like you know there's there's certain art that doesn't get appreciated by the older generation even if it was like Beethoven like Ludwig van Beethoven if his music like if we could see him do orchestra and 3D in like in the metaverse so to speak that mm. would be an amazing thing I could see the value of that but this stuff ah, nah, not doesn't sit well with me and they both kind of look like k-pop stars as well I don't know is, mm. I don't know if you know anything about k-pop but uh, a few of my younger sister-in-laws they are like addicted to k-pop and it's like that same look like the boys they wear lipstick they get their nose done they almost look feminine and like i don't know what it is if i don't know where this world is shifting to but it does make me nervous mm -hmm. you know um and i think it can cause a lot of anxiety um like especially a young, amongst that younger generation it's going to be harder for them to even feel motivated if they just feel like they could never aspire to be this mm -hmm. they, like could they ever be a digital character no, yeah they can't so they, at least at least in this day and age if molly may gets lip fillers girls can go and get lip fillers i know it's not great but they can still if they want to there's there's an achievement there they can try and make steps to get there even though I, i'm not promoting that there's there's that relatability but when it was digital no way you can relate to that it's, it's just not there it's not human it's not a healthy a healthy way to kind of portray our life but we're going there and i don't think there's anything stopping it so you've <laughs> got to adapt you've got to yeah. adapt uh, i hear you i hear you um, I want to quickly segue this into uh, Netflix quickly. So Netflix, they spoke about, um, not they didn't speak about, sorry. They released a movie. It might have been the back end of last year, maybe front of this year, uh, called Don't Look Up. Have you seen it by any chance? Don't Look Up. What's Leonardo it? Leonardo DiCaprio. So basically, the whole movie is about this. No, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Coming to thing, I like. This is just another example of toxic positivity that I just wanted to bring up. So obviously, um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. So definitely go check it out. So pause it here. Go watch it. Come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. Um, but there was a time where Leonardo DiCaprio goes onto the TV show uh, to talk about this asteroid slash meteor coming to destroy earth and how we need to react and the present the tv presenters just spun everything into a positive light like mm -hmm. there was no way like we obviously try to say look everyone will be dead in this set amount of time they were like but well, we're going to survive right we need to look we need to stay positive yeah. we can handle this like it could just 
Miss Earth. You could have got yeah. the, you know, like yeah. avoiding they, they every saying, reality. They were saying about percentages. I was like a ninety nine point six percent chance it's going to hit Earth, and they were like, "Oh, so there still is a chance." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah. No, I got that. I got that from from the movie, and it does kind of show where we're at because that's that's the life we're living. Is that there's always got to be a positive spin. There's always got to be a positive spin on any situation, and so yeah, sometimes if it, it, it is what a situation is, well, it is. It's negative. You just have to let let it be, let your emotions kind of take over, and and, and it is what it is. Like you just got yeah. to accept. It. You can't always spin spin a spin a narrative or spin a situation. Yeah, and we're almost kind of taught that there's always a positive. There's always this, and um, I think that us as a just a generation, we need to be able to look at something, accept it for what it is. And then take it on as it is head first. You know, um, there's loads of things that happen, like, for example, this might go into a different area, it's a bit of a gray area, but like let's say you're in a relationship, for example, and you find it hard to move on. So you kind of get you stay fantasized with the partner that you were with. Instead of accepting that it's time to move on you're holding on to this kind of like positivity that you always find this person, you know, get this person back. But in mm. reality, it's like, that could happen. Don't get me wrong. It could happen. But it's like, you also have to accept that that person's actually gone. Do you know what mm. I mean? Same thing can happen with, with death. Like someone has actually gone and you have to be able to accept that the person is gone. And then, you kind of like have to take that fear because at the end of the day, it's fear that you're avoiding that makes you want to latch onto some of these things. So you have to be able to kind of take that fear on and then go on it. And then you won't feel that fear anymore. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know if anyone has a, a overcome any fears, but that's literally what you have to do when it comes to fear. You actually have to like go straight towards it and grab it and go on top of it. Do you know what I mean? Whether you're about mm. to bungee jump, whether you're about to, ah, I'm going to go pick up this spider. I've never done this before. <laughs> mm. Do it one time. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And uh, I feel like having a kid has helped me with that a lot. Um, not that there's many things that I'm scared of, but now it's like I don't even bat an eye. I can't lie. I used to be scared of dogs when I was a kid. You know this. I was gone. I've seen Jigon, I've seen Julian sprint away from the <laughs> You say, boat, run, run, run around parks. <laughs> you can never catch a picture frame with me and the dog because I wasn't mm. ever like, <laughs> it was gone. But, you know, like as time went on, I got to be around the dog. I got to understand the dog. I had to knock it on, like, you know, full head. And then now it's like, okay. And I knew when I was younger, I was like, I can't be scared of dogs when I have kids because. I have to protect my kid from a dog if if needs be. Mm. You know what I mean. So it's like things like that. So now now I'm trying to show my kid not to be scared of certain things. Do you know what I mean? It's like come on, let's go. Do you know whether it's like walking, whether it's calling, whatever. Just let's go. And um, I, I'm trying to do that. And even with our lives as well, like you have to be able to like I'm gonna go for that job that I never thought I would try to go for. I'm gonna start that business that I was never. Gonna, do you know what I mean? And I think that's the positive light of it, as opposed to, oh, let me just keep dreaming. 
And it's like, that's the toxic part because it's still positive, but you're just dreaming. You're not actually working towards it. You're not actually, yeah. you know, and that's, climbing towards it. Okay, that's kind of where like the affirmation culture and thoughts become things gets a bit lost because mm-hmm. we we kind of say this stuff quite softly and quite lightly and, and the quotes and the messages are there, but they're not there to act on or they might be there to act on for some people but other people just see the quote and it's kind of it's wishful thinking without yeah. actually it. and being around that so like it's great and it can it can change your day but if you want it to to change your life you need to start actioning these things instead yeah. of seeing, like seeing a quote thinking oh yeah that's great it might change your mood at that moment but you want you want long long term long-term change from it which takes action and i think that's where things get a bit lost because I was there, even when I was younger, I remember reading The Secret and I thought, yeah, I can just think positive and positive <laughs> things are going to happen to me. Yeah, my life's going to be great. But then you realise you get that you get that um, speeding ticket coming and posting. <laughs> it's not the same. You need you need to be able to feel that emotion and, and react to it. And yeah, it's just it's, it's kind of thinking above and over these these trends that come about in terms of affirmations and stuff and action in it because it, it can you can easily get caught up in it and you, you could look back on the last year or so and nothing's changed because you haven't actually actioned the stuff you've been learning about mm-hmm. yeah no i agree and like there's a i know a lot of people have spoken this about this in the past uh, i know rappers talk about this a lot like you get people who are like teachers and they're teaching maybe how to run a business but they never actually run a business and they probably have thought that they were going to be that person that would do that but they can't do it they have to teach it you know footballers or people who were trying to be footballers and they can't but they just they they were just kind of like teach it because they've never been able to action what it is that they were trying to you know trying to say or whatever and like it's really it is really important that you do it's like you do i could read a hundred books on self-development and never do a thing <laughs> never take that step because i'm trying to take the perfect step by reading all these books i'm like okay cool i know what to do there's so many people they n- literally know what to do they say it to other people they don't do it themselves mm. great at giving advice but not great at t- like just actually in their own advice they're giving to other people and that, that, i don't know does it does it show that it's a hard thing to do i don't know I think so. It's just courage. I think I was I was in that boat where I was reading, I was consuming Gary Vee every day. I was reading all the self help books out there just to kind of, I don't know, help motivate me. I guess to to make a change. But then that was all I was doing. I was just consuming all of this information, yeah. and I guess it did help later on. But it was once I realized I I know what I know, and now I need to start actioning it to to kind of get to wherever I want to go. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I, I'm, I feel like I battle with this every single day. Um, I find it hard, like, obviously I've started an agency, um, doing a podcast and stuff. And people always like, every time they ask me after like six months time, like, oh, how's it going? And it's like, I feel like sometimes when they ask me how it's going, it's like they're expecting, it could be my own self. It's like they're expecting this kind of like, they expect me to be on the same level as maybe the Stephen Bartlett podcast or do you know what I mean? It's like, yo, I'm like, it takes time. Uh, and sometimes it could take 10 years. Sometimes it can take five years. You don't know when it will be, but you, 
like you have to take the action to be consistent and improve and improve and improve and improve. And as long as you're better than you were the last time or the 10 times before that, you're on the right path. You know mm, I mean? But sometimes that's not, you can't say that when someone says, how's it going? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But you know, it's like a double loaded question. Like, are oh, you still doing that? Okay, so when are you going to find a job then? Or mm. when are you going to, um, you know, like when 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 is it all going to click then? I oh, don't worry, you'll soon be a millionaire, I know it. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like brush it off. <clears throat> you brush it off. So it's like, there's those pressures. And then obviously in your day-to-day, like running your own business, you know, being freelancer, having contracts, dealing with taxes, dealing with, all these things that kind of come with being an entrepreneur and trying to be an entrepreneur is um is is there's ups and there's downs and you have to like I don't know you have to fight you have to like remember all right cool it comes with these ups and downs do you know what I mean I was talking to someone actually recently and I don't know I don't know if it's toxic positivity again because it's like I'll say yeah it comes with its ups ups and downs I just take everything in my stride but they came back to me and said, well, it only comes with ups and downs because you expect ups and downs. So if you just think everything will be up, you, everything will just be up. And I was just like, I don't know. You know? No, don't worry about that. You're going to get downs. That doesn't make sense. That's not, that's not life. That's yeah. Like, not life. But then is it because we think like that, that's why that won't happen? No, because you get that downs are a part of life. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't know what high is well without the lows. Like I feel like that's part that's of journeys. Mm. No, it's true. I, I, learning comes, I guess, is during those like you make a mistake, and that is your your down period, and you've got to learn from it. Like I think that's for me anyway. That's where I feel like I've learned the most is when I've probably been at my lowest, mm-hmm. and you kind of accept that, and you're like, right, okay, what well, I need to change this now. Yeah. Rather than just again wish wishfully thinking that if I think it'll be okay, it's just going to be okay when you need to kind of. Yeah, there. Actually, I, I, I'm not gonna like affirmations are really good. I think it's good like to have like um, start you off because it's like a seed, mm. set the right mood or whatever, and then you have to have something that you can complete off the back of that. Otherwise, it really is just a dream, or yeah. do you know what I mean. It's not really like something real that you can actually tangibly hold. Like I think there's a step process um, that you need to do to be able to go from affirmation to manifesting to to actually having it and i think one of those things is give yourself a a, a to do and go and complete that to do and you just go from there so yeah no i've heard that i heard that one for for real like uh, i i i find it hard sometimes and that's just real coming from us like obviously got this at the podcast sometimes it's hard to get the right day the right time kids going to sleep there's so many things that go on behind the scenes and it's just like up down should i avoid it this week you know sometimes we can't get it in um mm. and that's just the reality of it do you know what i mean but we're trying we're doing the best that we can to be as consistent as possible and that's the positive not the, mm. the wishy washy washy positive which is like a full gaze it doesn't doesn't actually materialize you know mm. and so, then like, i guess yeah. it's understanding what success is again i think 
with the whole Molly May situation, it kind of highlighted for me anyway, and what she said was about the whole 24 hours in a day. We all have that, but we all have time to make a change, but the, the changes we make will lead to different levels of success. Like success for some, someone with less money might mean having extra money at the end of the month so they can take the family out for dinner. Like that might be a success to them and what, what, do they, what do they need to do to get there? And they can then compare, not against anyone else, but compare against themselves three months ago, a year ago, and think, yeah, okay, I've made improvements. It's, I feel I feel good. I've, I, I've made a change rather than comparing yourself to other people. And I think that's where it gets a bit tricky because people don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You don't know if someone's got a leg up somewhere or if, what people are doing to be in to be in that position i think that's where it gets it gets tricky i would say to like tanika and, and her baking business to not compare against other breaking brands that blew up over lockdown and stuff like that because you just not compare yourself and two years ago she wasn't doing it full time now she's doing it full time and it's just understanding yeah, that success it's your own steps it's your own mm. steps that you have to compare against and that's your best person who you can compare against because you know exactly what it took you to get to one point to get you to the next point. You know if you're not doing enough to get to that next point that you need to get to. Do you know what I mean? Only you know that. So it's really important that you don't focus against anybody else or anybody else's. I'm not. We're not going to compare ourselves to any other than anyone else's podcast or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Inspiration in terms of presenting styles videos you know things we got now we got branded set here do you know what i mean we had a stage manager like it's, it's growth and we couldn't compare that to ourselves from the last time or when we started to now do you know what i mean like we were recording podcasts i'm not even putting it out now mm. there's no hesitation now we're available on all platforms youtube spotify amazon ask your alexa don't want my alexa to turn on just because i said alexa there but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man no it's been a it's been a good podcast um i think it's time for that hot seat question man uh yeah ready for it yeah so hot seat question time it should show up on the screen now would you rather have the ability to go forward in time or the ability to go back in time yeah i think this is a, a simpler one for me and I don't know if I've just not given too much thought to it, but I think it would be the ability to go back in time mm -hmm. to be able to to change certain maybe mistakes. If you might regret a, a few things or change a few things that might have impacted your life, I feel like just having an opportunity to change it or maybe speak to different people, or speak to people more, speak to people less. There's this, I feel like you can... As you as you grow older, you can, you grow a bit wiser, and I think you can kind of teach your younger self a, a few things. And I find, I feel like that could kind of give you that opportunity to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but then going forward in time, I don't know what positive what positive would you say that would, would that you'd get from going forward in time? Going in forward in time is like you get to just experience a new world, isn't it? Because the world changes. So it's like you always learn about what happens in the past, but you can't learn about what's in the future. So the positive is experiencing what that new future is like. You know, like we just spoke about the whole digital influences, right? But now 
like where that where that, where could that go in like a hundred years time? Do you know? Digital wars, digital mm. soldiers between two countries. Like who knows? Like uh, you know, digital World War One. Mad. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> who knows? I don't, like obviously, I'm just you know blowing smoke, but. We don't know where the world could be. Like food, we've seen it in movies, flying cars, you know, but we don't really know, like, is the human and the digital, are we going to be in, like, digital form? Are we constantly going to be like that? Is it going to be like the Matrix? So we're just, like, in a simulator. We just live our life like this. And, you know, we're living our lives through our mind and our mind can project what it is that we see. And that's what we want to see. So whatever we choose to see, that's how we live our life. Like, you know... You, and you just get to experience that by going forward into that time and seeing that. Me personally, I want to go back in time. Like, there's parts of the, like, there's certain times I just want to experience. Like, there's times like, um, uh, like, when my, like, I want to see, I actually wanted to see what life was like when, like, my grandparents, like, for, like, that time when they were growing up in Jamaica, and then mm. coming over here, like I want to see, I want to see what that time transition. Like. Yeah, it just yeah. The, the whole transition of everything, and because they can t- they can tell us stories, but you can kind of picture what it would be like in your head. But the reality, I can imagine the reality being a lot different. Yeah, a lot, big yeah. time. Like that. Like, come on, like our, our grandparents. Obviously, we share the same grandparents, but our um, like uh, what's it called? They, they came from. I think they went from Jamaica to Cuba. Cuba to new york new york to ireland and an island to the uk and i'm like yo and then the other aspect was like i think back then i swear there wasn't like a limit in terms of like luggage and stuff and mm-hmm. you know like all, like all these things and food i'm like thinking like what's the plane like what's the airport even like like mm. was, there metal, was there metal detected like i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. small things like that yeah it's like that that whole change do you know what i mean it's like coins money um my granddad was telling me about how they used to get rum they used to steal rum from the rare nephew factory by soaking it it soaking um rags and cloths and then squeezing it into a bottle and then sell it mm. that was like that's like do you know what i mean that's like a whole that's them thinking out of the box. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I want to, like, what was that like? And then it's the same, like, the element of, like, slavery. I want to see maybe that transition from no slavery to slavery. Um, and then that life before slavery, what was that like? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many things. There's certain people I want to see. So if I could travel back in time, then I can go to a specific place. If I could follow someone like Marcus Garvey, um and he like he was trying to get all black people to kind of go back to africa and be like create like a united africa you know and there's still plans like still countries still believe in that plan and want to do that um but i wonder like if that was to like i want to see like what his thinking was he went to like places like ecuador and realized oh my god there's black people here too and then realized like Oh, they should probably go back to Africa too. And it's like the 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 black people in Ecuador were still treated the same as they were in America, as they were in maybe Panama and like and in um and in Jamaica as well. Cause obviously after they kind of like 
the slave owners were kind of like made to kind of like leave or sell their land or whatever it was still hard for people who kind of broke away from slavery to earn money so they would kind of like go back and work but they would get paid it's like almost a slave wage at the same time mm-hmm. but it's like all these things that i'm like i want to know more answers i want to get more you know questions because these things are not necessarily spoken about and mm-hmm. i want to like learn about that kind of stuff you know um but yeah i think before before slavery i think that's the biggest thing i want to see like what was that like uh i can go back into philosophy things like plato socrates egypt ancient egypt um pyramids if i could go back to the time when they actually built the pyramids then i could be like yes it was aliens mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, like do you know what I mean? <laughs> so i'm like i want to like just for me to just know i, I then I, I care in terms of where we're going i don't i don't feel like i'm really fast no yeah yeah i feel like it, it will be what it will be but i feel like the almost like the past is a bit more interesting for me i think is it, is yeah. it because it's already written yeah that's probably why we don't obviously don't know what's going to happen in the next few years yeah. i think i think the past just holds more value like you said just because it, ha- it has already been written and you, yeah. you kind of want to see that and be part of these historical moments and being able to visualize it as well rather than just read it through a, a news article the news or whatever book might be might be talking about it yeah it's nah, it an, an interesting question i quite like that one yeah there's so many there's so many different moments you could go back to so many Even like, it's our youth and grandma, <laughs> yeah. how that was like the, the playground for the kids in the area and yeah, there's so many. Like, even like it's just shallow things to a certain extent. Like, I would love to be able to be at the game where Thierry Henry scored that goal. He chipped it up and volleyed it over like Fabian Bartes. Yeah, gone mental. Like, like it's just little things like that. Like those times when the um the US landed on the moon and like what's that is what's that like? You know, having everyone not having access to certain things and they mm. all glued to like the television because that was the update. Oh my god, they're going up to space. You mm. know what I mean? I feel like I have, we haven't even had that. We had the guy fall from space onto Earth. I think a lot of people kind of tune into that, but all the planes are going up, satellites are going up all the time. Like, there's no like anything like the yeah. whole world is like in on. Like, I want to see all that kind of stuff. Um, so mm. yeah, man. I'll big up the hot seat question. Um, yeah, man, that's us today. Wrapped it up. Toxic positivity. Uh, yeah, man, let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. Uh, you can hit us up on social media. I'm at Mr. Julian Green on IG. And Jamel is at Jam Lawrence UK. So, yeah, check out the content. And um, thanks again for listening. We out. Until next time.